What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Week 9 Fantasy Preview on Gridiron Authority Podcast. My name is Keith Thornton. With me, as always, my co-host, Mike Adams. Mike, what's up this week? We're going to be talking about uh, doing our fantasy deep dive, who to start, who to set, uh, some sleepers to look out for. Uh, yeah, so that's what we got. All right, let's dive in. There's a lot of interesting matchups this week. Let's start with the quarterbacks. Mike, who are your top five quarterbacks this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, we do have a lot of tough quarterback matchups this week. Not a lot that I'm loving, um, but there are a few out there that I've singled out. So first I'm going, uh, despite picking the Jaguars to beat the Texans, I'm still going to Sean Watson. Uh, I think running the ball, throwing the ball, I think he's still going to put up good numbers. Um, I just think the Jaguars are going to win the game. So I am going with Deshaun Watson as one of my guys. Uh, the next pick, I kind of hate to pick it because I'm just going to get a lot of just I'm just going to hear a lot from it. But I'm going Kirk Cousins against the Chiefs. Um, I like how Kirk Cousins has been playing the last month. Uh, he's he's looking like Kirk Cousins from a few years ago, which despite the wins and losses, uh, fantasy wise, he was a valuable quarterback. Uh, and that's what he's starting to look like again. So I actually do like Kirk Cousins against the Chiefs. Uh, I hate picking that because I'm going to hear a lot of uh, just I'm just going to get a lot of grief for it. But there it is. Um, also moving down, I like Jacoby Brissett against the Steelers. Uh, again, I think Jacoby Brissett's been underrated. Uh, I don't think he's getting the credit he deserves. The Colts are five and two. Uh, Brissett's, you know, he's on pace for, you know, give or take 3,500 yards and about 30 touchdowns on the season right now. Uh, so I, I like what he's doing uh, to, to lead the Colts from the quarterback position. Uh, and then moving, moving down, I like uh, Derek Carr against uh, the Lions. Again, uh, I don't think he's getting the credit he deserves. He's having a good season. He's, to me, Derek Carr is having the best season he's had uh, consistency-wise since uh, the Raiders made the playoffs a few years ago. So uh, I like what he's doing uh, over in Oakland. They're playing the Lions, who, you know, they're, it seems like every week they're in a high-scoring, close game. So I think that's going to be the situation again this week. Uh, and then lastly, I'm going Jameis Winston against the Seahawks. I picked the Buccaneers to, ups- uh, to upset the Seahawks. I know Winston leads the league in interceptions but he has been playing better he's thrown quite a few touchdowns this year his confidence looks high uh and and again i did pick the buccaneers to upset the seahawks so i'm gonna go with their quarterback to have a big game boy i hope you're right because i'm going against you in fantasy and i got Jameis winston so uh, <laughs> you might just be throwing it in there to throw me off i don't know if i trust your trust your judgment here uh, totally trust me i'm a trustworthy <laughs> guy no i like the, i like the top five i'm gonna add a couple more uh, one to me that's is going to be good. I, I like Matt Stafford in this game uh, against Oakland. He's got good receivers. If you look what they've done the last couple of weeks, Kenny Galladay went off last week, the week before Marvin Jones going nuts. I, I'm telling you, this team is as good as they have been in, in many years. And I like Matt Stafford in this game. So he's one I got. The other one I got is Gardner Minshew against Houston. You picked Deshaun Watson on the other side. I think with no J.J. Watt, it's going to allow Gardner Minshew to get loose, and uh, hopefully he finds DJ Chark a bunch because, once again, I have him going against you, and I need that win. I need this confidence boost here. Uh, <laughs> it's been an up-and-down season for me in fantasy, so I like those two. And one more I'm going to throw in there because I really like this guy. It's Josh Allen against Washington. Um, I think he's going to get it done with his legs a lot, and and we've 
been pointing out all year next to the Dolphins, the Redskins are just an awful football team. So I think even uh, even though Josh Allen isn't having his best season statistically, I think he can still get it done. So that's who I got. Do you got anyone to get away from? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Tom Brady against the Ravens. Uh, I mean, you look through the Patriots schedule, they've really played no one, um, but really the bills. Um, and then that's a game they almost lost. Tom Brady had a really bad game that, uh, that week. Uh, now they're playing another good team. Uh, I think Brady struggles again. I think the Patriots struggle. I did pick the Ravens to win this game. So, uh, I'm, I'm saying stay away from Tom Brady. What are your thoughts on Lamar Jackson against new England? Um, I'm asking I mean, for a friend. Oh, okay. I got you. Uh, well, I would, I would tell your friend, I like him running the ball. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't expect him to put up huge passing yards. I think that, you know, 150 to 200 yard mark, um, is about where he's probably going to fall throwing the ball. Um, but I also expect him to be around a hundred yards rushing and I expect him to get two to three total touchdowns. So, uh, I think from a fantasy standpoint, you're probably looking at 25 points from Lamar Jackson, which again, with how well this Patriots defense has been playing, that's, that's a pretty good game, honestly. Uh, so that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. And like I kind of pointed out in our review episode that the, the Patriots defense, I think is overinflated by the lack of competition they've been facing. Lamar Jackson's the real deal. So, to me, it's really up in the air because at this point, I don't think we really know if this Patriots defense is as good as they've shown. If they play, it could very well be that they come out and they absolutely shut Lamar Jackson down. They prove that they're that best defense in the league. Um, but it's just hard for me to say that definitely because we don't know. They haven't been against a lot of good competition. So um, I'm not going to say stay away from him, but I'm also going to not say start him. I'm going to say if you got this, you're going to have a really tough decision like me. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's take a look at some running backs. And this is a sore spot for me because my fantasy running backs are absolutely atrocious right now. Um, but my top five, let's start this thing. I got Christian McCaffrey at number one against Tennessee. I love Tennessee's defense this year, but... Um, we keep saying this week in and week out. If I'm starting guys, it's because they're getting touches. And and nobody gets more touches than Christian McCaffrey right now. That guy is the Panthers' offense. I don't think it matters who the quarterback is either. Um, I, Kyle Allen or Cam Newton, they're going to find a way to get Christian McCaffrey the football. He's just that kind of player. And I don't think it really matters what defense he's playing. He's going to do good. So I got him at one. Number two, I've got Dalvin Cook against Kansas City. We've talked about all week or actually all season that they've just been really bad against the run. Aaron Jones had another big game against them last week. And I expect that to continue because just like I said, with Christian McCaffrey, I like guys who touch the football. Dalvin cook's going to touch the football all day against Kansas city. And if it's anything like it's been all year, except for maybe the Denver game, he's going to have his way with that chiefs D. So I think he's at number two for me. Um, number three, I've got Ezekiel Elliott against the giants. I think when you look at games that they dominate in, you got to get Ezekiel Elliott running. And this Giants defense isn't great right now. So I think Ezekiel Elliott, for me, is the guy at number three. On the other side of the ball, I actually like Saquon Barkley. And and I'm sticking with the trend of uh, getting touches. And he's going to get a lot of them against uh, Dallas because I think they don't want to put the ball in the hands of the rookie quarterback that much. They still don't have a lot of receivers to throw to. I think he's going to get a lot of touches there. So. I've got him there. The other one I've got, and he hasn't had a good season all year, and it had trade rumors going on, but it's Le'Veon Bell against Miami for obvious reasons. Uh, Miami's defense is a joke. 
uh, their best corner on injured reserve now. So I've got Le'Veon Bell rounding out my top five. Who do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at Leonard Fournette uh, against the Texans. Uh, you talked about Minshew having a big game because of J.J. Watt not being there. I like Leonard Fournette to have a big game because of him not being there. Uh, I think they're going to have to be a little more conservative on the defense, and I think that's going to open up some running lanes for Fournette. He's having a huge season. Uh, right now, I mean, he's he's on pace for over 1,500 yards, close to 1,600 yards uh, on the season running the ball. So uh, I'm, I'm liking Leonard Fournette. Uh, and then also moving down, uh, moving down the list. I like Nick Chubb against the Broncos. Um, like I said, in our, our, uh, review, our week eight, uh, review and week nine preview show, uh, if Freddie kitchens is smart, he's going to give the ball to, to Nick Chubb 35 times. Uh, I'm not claiming that Nick Chubb or that Freddie kitchens is smart, but if he wants any shot of saving his job, you got to give it to Nick Chubb. This is a guy he's on pace for for uh, nearly 17, well, actually over 1,700 yards and around 14 rushing touchdowns. Uh, now, obviously, that's going to change a little bit when Kareem Hunt comes back, but that's still one more week away. So this week, Nick Chubb, I think, is an absolute must start. Yeah, I got one to stay away from here. And to me, it's Melvin Gordon going against Green Bay. I like Green Bay's defense. They did allow the Chiefs to run a little bit on them, but I think that front seven of Green Bay is really good. And Melvin Gordon's kind of had a, a rough start back from his holdout. I think Melvin Gordon is is my cautionary pick. Do you got any to stay away from? Uh yeah, I'm I'm looking at Chris Carson. Uh I'm just I hate you. I'd like, I hate I guess, you. <laughs> uh not only to get inside your head a little bit, but I, I just <laughs> I, I'm liking what the I, I like what the Bucks are are doing a little bit. Uh, I think that, uh, again, I picked him to win the game and I think where that starts, uh, I think it is shutting Chris Carson down, uh, and forcing Russell Wilson to throw the ball as much as possible. Uh, so I, I, I think that's, uh, I think Chris Carson. Yeah. Luckily for me, it's not a hard decision because he's, I think the only running back. At, uh, yeah, he's going to start for me. Uh, I agree though. It's going to be tough. All right, who are your top five wide receivers for this week? All right, so number one, I, I just talked about uh, the Buccaneers shutting Chris Carson down and forcing Russell Wilson to throw to throw the ball. Uh, the guy he's going to throw it to is Tyler Lockett. Uh, I love what Lockett's been doing this season. He's having a he's having a, a, I think a great season. Honestly, uh, I think that continues against the Buccaneers. Uh, I'm also looking in that on that same side of the ball. Uh, or sorry, on the other side of the ball, same game. I'm looking at Mike Evans. Uh, Everyone's been talking about Chris Godwin. They've kind of overlooked Mike Evans. Uh, I think we saw last week what happens when you overlook Mike Evans. He had uh, 11 receptions, uh, ridiculous amount of yards, couple touchdowns. Uh, I mean, he put up, I think, 40 plus fantasy points last week. Uh, I expect, I don't expect him to put up that that great a game, but I expect him to have in that 25 point range, uh, which is obviously a win for a receiver. Uh, and then I'm looking at uh, Amari Cooper for uh, the Cowboys. Again, I talked about earlier, Amari Cooper is, is uh, or in our preview episode, uh, Amari Cooper is on pace for over 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns for the season. Uh, I mean, it, you're basically counting on about 80 yards and a touchdown almost every single game this season. Uh, and I think that continues. Uh, I think he's going to have a huge game against a weak Giants defense, uh, and I think he's going to help lead the Cowboys to a win. Uh, and then 
this is based on right now they're saying he's going to play, but I'm going Devontae Adams for the for the Packers. He's been out the last couple games, uh, got hurt the game before that. He's coming back against the Chargers. I I did pick the Chargers to win this game. I like what their defense is doing, but I, I think uh, Rodgers is, is ready to have Devontae Adams back. Uh, so I expect him to have a good game, although I do expect the Packers to lose the game. Uh, and then my last pick, um, I'm actually looking at uh, uh, sorry, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, he's had a down season this year, um, but I do like where he, you know, I, I like the chemistry that he and Mason Rudolph are starting to build. Uh, and the games that Rudolph has played, Juju Smith-Schuster's had better games, uh, more catches, more opportunities. Uh, they're they're giving him the ball in space so he can actually make some guys uh, miss. And and like you, you said earlier, James Connors banged up. Uh, I, I think they're going to be looking for some way to create offense, and I think it's going to be through Smith Schuster. So, uh, despite having a down year for most of the most of the season so far, I do like the matchup, and I, I like the opportunities he's going to get. You talked about getting touches; I think he's going to get the opportunity for touches this game. Excellent. You know what? It's crazy here. I've got Chris Godwin as my number one receiver this week, and he wasn't in your top five, right? Chris Godwin. I don't think he was. I think you had Mike Evans. So I think the, th- I think the thing that is going to be interesting about that is I think the reason Chris Godwin's been the number one receiver this year is because they're double teaming Mike Evans and they're putting so much focus on him. I think because Chris Godwin's been that good, they had to start rolling help over to help with Chris Godwin and it allowed Mike Evans to get open. Uh, as long as both these guys on the field, I don't have a problem putting both of these guys in the top five this week. I, I really like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans this week. So uh, it's a good week for for Tampa Bay. I, I think that I don't think I picked them to win the game. I think I picked Seattle, but I think it's going to be a high-flying back-and-forth game. Uh, when you look at if, if you had Chris Godwin in the top five, you got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Tyler Lockett all in the same game in the top five wide receivers. So uh, if you're playing daily fantasy, that might not be a bad group to stack. You want to build some wide receiver stacks, you build those two and Jameis Winston, and you're going to have a pretty solid game. So I like Chris Godwin. I also like Kenny Galladay going against Oakland. Um, They've been throwing the ball a lot, and these guys have been going off. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, both. I think going against Oakland, I can see them uh, putting up another solid two-touchdown game with Kenny Galladay. So that's the two I got. Do you got any to stay away from? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking about teammates to start in, in Godwin and Evans. I'm looking at teammates to avoid, and I'm talking Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham. Uh, I said I expect Nick Chubb to have a good game. I don't expect the Browns to pass the ball very well. Uh, despite the Broncos not getting a lot of sacks, they still have a they still have a good pass rush. They're just not quite getting there, but they are putting pressure on the quarterback. Uh, I think they're going to get to Mayfield. Mayfield's only thrown, he hasn't even thrown 1,700 yards yet. So, I mean, he's on pace to throw for just over 3,000 yards. And Nick Chubb has as many rushing touchdowns as Baker Mayfield has passing touchdowns, and that's six. So, right now, the Browns have played seven games. Baker Mayfield's only thrown six touchdowns. Um, I, I'm, I just, I don't like what the Browns are doing throwing the ball. So, I don't expect Odell Beckham or Jarvis Landry to have a good game. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. The one I kind of want to stay away from is Julian Edelman against uh, the Baltimore Ravens. I think, you know, they haven't been great all year. They've got a lot of people have Julian Edelman in the top 10 this week and projected points, but 
I don't think they're going to have that kind of success against Baltimore's defense. I think it's going to kind of be a an eye-opening game. If you listen to the uh, preview episode, I picked Baltimore to win over New England by quite a bit. I don't think it's going to be as close as people think. Uh, I just don't think that they've played a great defense this year, and they still have struggled. So when they're playing a good defense, I expect Julian Edelman to struggle. Yeah, for sure. Plus, plus I mean, with, touching on that real fast, uh, in all likelihood, one of the guys that'll be covering uh, Julian Edelman is going to be Earl Thomas. And, and I mean, Earl Thomas to me has been one of, if not the best safety in football over the last decade. Uh, I mean, he, it's not like going against a, you know, a slot cornerback or something like that. I mean, you're talking Earl Thomas, who's, you know, a potential hall of famer at some point. So uh, I think it's a, just a bad matchup. So I do love that pick actually. All right, let's take a look at my top five tight ends here. Um, I'm going to go George Kittle number one because Arizona, well, first of all, George Kittle is a great player. Uh, we saw last year he actually set the record for receiving yards by a tight end. So going against Arizona, they've been the absolute worst team in the league against tight ends, and I think they're going to find him often in this game. So on, on a big Thursday night game, I expect George Kittle to do good things. He's my number one. Uh, number two is a guy that has really come on this year and, and turned into one of the best tight ends, and that's Darren Waller. He's kind of this year's George Kittle, really. George Kittle came out of nowhere last year to have that big year. Darren Waller's coming out of nowhere this year to have a massive year for Oakland. So I got him at number two. Number three, I've got Travis Kelsey against Minnesota. Um, you saw in the, in the Green Bay game, Matt Moore's going to be looking at him a lot. He's he's a big guy that can move the chains, and that's what Matt Moore needs when he's subbing in for Pat Mahomes this week. So I got Travis Kelsey at three. My number four, I'm going to go down here. I actually really like Darren Fells for Houston. Um, I lucked out in fantasy. I was really struggling. You've probably heard over the weeks with O.J. Howard. I picked up Darren Fells. Last week, he comes out and gets 20-plus points with two touchdowns. He's getting a really good rhythm going with Deshaun Watson, and we kind of said this is going to be a, a decently high-scoring game, so I like Darren Fells at four. Uh, number five, I'm going to go with Zach Ertz against Chicago. Um, I think it's going to be a defensive game there, but I think he's going to get open, and, and Dallas Goddard's been kind of stealing some touches from Zach Ertz, but I expect Zach Ertz to get a touchdown against the Chicago Bears, so that's my top five. Who do you got? Uh, yeah, I mean, just a couple to look out for. Uh, I'm I'm thinking Hunter Henry against the Packers. Uh, I like what Henry's done when he's been healthy this season. Uh, he's been a, a big target for for uh, Philip Rivers, and and with how they're struggling the ball, I think come down in the red zone, uh, especially with how they've been been uh, struggling with the ball down there. I think that they're going to be looking to set up play action pass, and Hunter Henry's a perfect target. Uh, so I'm looking at him, and then I'm also looking at uh, Jason Witten against the Giants. Uh, Jason Witten seems to have his best games against NFC East opponents uh, when he's playing the Eagles, the Giants, the Redskins. Th that's when he seems to have those big games, even now. Um, and so I'm looking at Jason Witten, again, as a red zone option. Um, I don't think he's going to put up 10 catches and 100 yards. I think he's going to have four or five catches and 50 yards. I also think he's going to throw in a touchdown, potentially two, if he gets enough opportunity. Uh, and from a from a tight end standpoint, anytime you get you know that 12 points or more, that's a win for a tight end. So I think Jason Witten is one to look out for as well. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So let's take a look at some of the defenses here. Um, this is kind of a 
I, I kind of want to say this this time of the year is crunch time. Bye weeks are coming in, injuries are starting to set in, and you've got sometimes to to switch your defense out often. And um, a defense that I'm looking forward to seeing this week is the New York Jets defense. They haven't been a good team, but they're going against the Miami Dolphins. And if you look at the Jets' schedule, it is not tough for the rest of this year. They don't play a lot of great offenses, so this could be a waiver wire pickup that you can actually – keep on your team for the rest of the season if you really want to. Uh, I really like the New York Jets. You got any defenses to add? Uh, Yeah, I mean, just I th- more obvious choices, honestly. But I, I like the Bears against the Eagles. Uh, again, I think this is a revenge game. I think the bears are going to be looking to have, uh, to, you know, to have a big game, have a bounce, you know, another bounce back game. Uh, again, even though they only won by one point against the chargers, uh, uh, or sorry, they lost by one point against the chargers. Uh, the bears defense played well. Um, they just offense didn't help them out. So I do like the bears defense. Uh, and then I also like, uh, uh, I also like the Titans against the Panthers. Again, I think Christian McCaffrey is going to have a big game, but I think the Pan or the Titans are going to be able to force some turnovers from whoever starts at quarterback, whether it be Allen or Newton. Uh, I mean, you're going to have Allen's uh, confidence is rocked a little bit after this last week. If Newton starts, he's going to be a little bit rusty. I think the Titans take advantage of that, force some turnovers. Uh, again, I do believe that uh that McCaffrey puts up numbers but you know last week McCaffrey put up I think 30 fantasy points but the 49ers still had a big fantasy day uh so they can give up you you know you can give up those yards and those touchdowns to McCaffrey and still have a big fantasy day for the defense yeah here's another one that I want you to ponder real quick how about the Browns versus Denver with Brandon Allen starting at quarterback uh I think it's going to be a prime opportunity they're missing obviously they traded emmanuel sanders uh they're going to rely on the run game but the browns still have talent on that defense i think that they could be a a sneaky good pick this week against the broncos and the only thing my only concern there is that the offense will put them in bad situations because again baker baker mayfield has thrown a lot of interceptions uh and so while the the defense may play well um all it'll take is for the their offense to turn it over twice in their own territory uh, or, you know, two or three times in their own territory. And then also in the Broncos look like they had a good game uh, in reality, they didn't, they were just put in good positions. So uh, I do like the pick. It's just, I hope the offense doesn't screw them over essentially. Yeah. There's a good chance of that. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to throw out a couple waiver wire options here for you. It's Like you said, it's getting to crunch time, and you're going to need some guys to fill some spots in your team. One guy I've got to look out for is Zach Pascal for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, two weeks ago, he had 106 yards and two touchdowns in a game for 37.2 in a PPR league. And last week, he went against tough Denver secondary, and had 9.2 yards or 9.2 points, which isn't bad, but he's going against Pittsburgh, who has a really bad defense this week. And I'm not talking about guys you pick up for the long haul, but listen to the schedule for the next couple of weeks. He's got Pittsburgh this week, and then he has Miami. So he could be a guy you could pick up, throw in a flex position, and hope to get, you know, six to 10 points or better even um, on a PPR league. So that's the guy I have to add to that. Um, other than that, do you have any on the waiver wire that you'd look out for? 
Uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking at McCole Hardman for the Chiefs. Uh, I like what they're doing with him lately. They're starting to make a, I think, a more active attempt to get him involved with the uh, on offense, whether it be handing him the ball or throw, you know, whether it be handing off or throwing him the ball. Uh, he's getting more comfortable in that offense, I believe. They're getting him the ball in space, uh, and he's starting to put up some pretty good numbers. So. Uh, I think McCole Hardman, um, if he's still available in your league, I think he's about 50-50, honestly, uh, depending on how big your league is. But if he's available, I think that's a guy to look out for. How do you feel about Kalen Balazs, who's now the starting running back for the Miami Dolphins after Kenyon Drake was shipped out? Uh, I don't like any I don't like any Dolphins offensive <laughs> guys at all. Yeah, that's that's the it's interesting because he's one of the only RB ones that's out there right now that you could possibly get. He's been averaging around three to seven points a week, but he also wasn't getting any carries because of Kenyon Drake. So he might be a guy that you can get and maybe start for 10 points. If, if you're in a crunch, like right now I've got one running back that's healthy and that's it. Like this might, be somebody you might think of picking up if you're in that situation where you just don't have enough players to field the team. Because what we say every week, and you see this every year, is somebody gets in a crunch like I'm in. You don't have a running back. All your running backs are injured, and you're just going to play with nobody. And it's like, at least go out and get somebody to put in your lineup. You should not have an empty spot in your lineup. And that's, we said it last week, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. I don't care if you guys are injured. I don't care if you guys are on bye weeks. That's part of the draft, first of all, is to get your bye week straightened out. But then the whole meaning of fantasy is go pick up guys to start there. So don't don't leave blank roster spots in there just because you can't get a guy that is a starter. So these are just guys that even to get you three, five, six points, it's better than nothing. Absolutely. All right. I think that wraps up our episode for this week. Uh, if you like the NFL and you want to hear our review and preview episode, listen that if you like uh, college football stay tuned for our college football episode mike why don't you tell them where they can find us look for us uh on gridironauthority.com we have all our episodes available on, uh, available on the site to listen to uh all of our articles uh you can also check us out on facebook twitter and instagram give us a follow give us a like uh and if you want to ask us some questions leave us a comment uh we always like hearing from you guys so uh check us out and next week we'll go over the matchup between me and Mike in fantasy. It's happening in the Gridiron Authority Fantasy League this week. Yeah, and I, I'm already one and zero against him in another league. So you know, it's, uh, it's not it's not the best uh, week for us to match up. We got some guys on buys and some guys injured. But you know what? Just like I said a little bit ago, we're gonna put teams together and we're gonna go to battle. So we will cover that next week. It should be interesting when I get the win. Uh, and he's already making excuses, but I'm number one in the league and he's not. So let's uh, keep that in mind. Yeah. Stay tuned next <laughs> week. <laughs>